0: What you're about to hear was aired on Planet Philadelphia, environmental radio show on Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM, WGGTLP in Philadelphia, and on gtownradio.com. Hi, thanks for tuning in to Planet Philadelphia. have an interesting guest for you right now, and we'll be speaking with Patrick McDonnell. Could you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself before we get into the topic of the interview?
1: Sure. Uh, My name is Patrick McDonnell. I'm I'm the uh, president and CEO of Penn Future, uh, which is a a statewide environmental advocacy organization. Uh, And before that, I spent 25 years with the Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection, uh, most recently as secretary uh, leading the organization for uh, about six years.
0: The reason I got with you was I saw an op-ed that you wrote, and the title of it was Hydrogen Bill Gifts $4 billion to the Fossil Fuel Industry. If you could go into what inspired you to write the op-ed and, and what the issues are that uh, concern you.
1: Sure. It's really uh, two things. I'd say one is just the substance of what is now passed the legislature and gone to the governor, and that is $2 billion in uh, tax credits uh, that really will support the natural gas industry. Um, This is money that will be paying for the next uh, 20 plus years in order to help ensure that uh, fracked gas, natural gas, continues to be used and promoted across the Commonwealth. At a time when we know we need to be reducing our uh, greenhouse gas emissions in order to meet climate goals, both within the Commonwealth uh, and within the nation and within the world to really uh, drive down the climate impacts that we're already seeing across the Commonwealth in the form of floods and and increased precipitation and uh, heat days
0: the Pennsylvania legislature still seems to be very attached to the gas industry instead of trying to move Pennsylvania into the future. And that's what your objection is?
1: You know, instead of holding on to jobs that frankly, within the markets, we're already seeing go away. These are uh, technologies that are losing out today. Right now, the cheapest new electricity source you can put on our grid is, is a solar panel. It is not a, a natural gas plant. Um, instead of leaning into where we know the future of our energy technologies is going, we're instead doubling down on technologies that are not only devastating from a climate standpoint, but, but also increasingly uneconomic. So it's, it really is a lose-lose. Uh, The other thing I'd say just in, in terms of that piece about the legislature, we're also talking about $2 billion in tax credits that were essentially done in a single day with the legislature voting to abandon some of its own rules about the number of days something takes without so much as a hearing taking place on the efficacy or value of this particular bill. Uh, and literally done as they were heading out of town for the end of the session. So, both in terms of the substance and, and the how it came about, I think are, are, are both incredibly problematic.
0: So, it sounds like the citizens don't get much say into what's happening.
1: Yeah, this process in particular was very opaque for the average resident of the Commonwealth. It was something that was agreed to put into another bill uh, that had already moved and done within a time frame of less than 24 hours.
0: Actually, I'm thinking we may need to back up. I mean, you and I are so familiar with all of the yeah. issues, but a lot of the listeners may not be. So the title is Hydrogen Bill Gifts $4 billion to the Fossil Fuel Industry, and they may not be aware of why that is.
1: Yeah. So- the way I describe hydrogen is think of it like a battery, right? It's an energy source that we can use, but how you produce that hydrogen matters, Uh, There's a need for hydrogen. When you look at things like uh, long haul transportation, we still don't have great electric vehicle options for that. When you look at very energy intensive industries like our steel making or cement kilns, not a lot of great electric options there. So hydrogen can be a very attractive source. Green hydrogen is hydrogen you produce with solar panels, with wind, Uh, it is green. Blue hydrogen, which is what's envisioned here, is is hydrogen produced through uh, natural gas, Uh, natural gas with with carbon capture. We have $2 billion to spend. We should be spending those dollars on clean energy sources. We should be spending that on wind, solar, energy efficiency, uh, battery storage technologies, and not on technologies that frankly have yet to be proven out within the Commonwealth.
0: And would the gas produced hydrogen also be subject to a lot of what's happening in the gas fields of methane escaping into the atmosphere?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's everything that you continue to see with fracking, uh, whether it's uh, leaks within the system, the use of diesel engines in order to do the hydraulic fracturing, the use of uh, immense amount of water uh, that gets lost. Uh, A lot of it gets lost. Within the fracking process. And again, we have these alternatives that exist and are economic today.
0: Mm-hmm. And don't present these potential problems. Exactly. So people are concerned and they want to do something about this. What do you suggest they do?
1: Sure. I think there's a couple of things, right? One is uh, continue to make your voice heard to your legislators. Make sure you know what people's positions are. Obviously, people will be going to the ballot box. And, you know, frankly, there's candidates on both sides who are incredibly supportive of climate goals, clean energy goals. So, you know, we're, we're nonpartisan as, as an organization. We just want to make sure that the legislature and our elected officials are, are paying greater attention to climate and not continuing to double down on bad policies of the past.
0: Okay, so it sounds like you're saying voting is very important, and then beyond the, the, the election,
1: yeah, cont- making sure you, you stay engaged with your local government, your state legislators, your you, you know whoever uh, our our next governor is, your congressional delegation, understand how, how they feel about these issues and how they're supporting building the economy of the future here. Um, so we're not losing these jobs out to other uh, states. Yeah, Maryland, West Virginia, Ohio, they have a lot going on in in fossil fuels, but they also have a lot going on in manufacturing and building out these technologies. We want to make sure we're putting ourselves into a position where we are the hub for all of these green technologies, as opposed to being a natural gas hub.
0: So looking to the future instead of the past.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, our neighbors in New Jersey are doing offshore wind uh, Delaware offshore wind, uh, Maryland solar. We need to be competing with them. And the place we compete with them is on the clean energy field.
0: Is there anything else you wanted to say?
1: Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, for, for interest in the issue.
0: Okay. Well, thank you. If you want to know more about Planet Philadelphia, go to planetphiladelphia.com. You could also find out more about other G-Town Radio programming by going to gtownradio.com. I hope you will consider making a small monthly donation to help Planet Philadelphia continue presenting interviews on important underreported environmental topics and exploring their complexities and intersections. Thank you so much for your support.